Welcome to Boating Insights. This is a podcast about achieving your boating dreams, brought to you by Above and Beyond Boating. We deliver the leading courses to skipper your own boat. Hi, my name is Neil Dreskill, and today I'm going to be talking to you about continually developing your skills by heaving to, or put more generally, just making sure that you're comfortable stopping your boat under sail. Now, it's quite surprising to me often uh, when I do this with people that they've I've never really given it a go. Um, I can see how. I mean, heaving to is personally one of my most favoured and important seamanship manoeuvres. Um, but when you kind of delve into the deep, dark web, it's quite overwhelming because suddenly everyone's talking about all the different reasons that you're lying a hull in a storm and doing this and doing that and most of us are looking at all this stuff thinking oh my god I don't <laughs> I don't want to be out on those conditions um but actually there's a lot of times that you want to be able to stop the boat under sail um and I, I use this an awful lot in busy harbors just to show people that you know if we're charging through the harbor on a weekend and there's a fleet of race boats coming it might be a maneuver that we use to um just stop everyone can see that we're stopped and carry on might use it for changing helms or teaching uh inexperienced people how to handle the sheets on the primary winches when we're tacking all sorts of stuff what's important to know is how your boat handles often um a lot of people are surprised to realize that with no headsail set their uh boat if they just oversheet the main um will come into the wind and stay head to wind or near enough which uh, I've often found is a very comforting way of showing people if I'm on a boat with people that don't know anything about sailing. It's a quick way of showing them what to do if I fall off. Um, they're at a lot less risk of having the main sheet charging around and taking them out. Hopefully it'll give them time to think about what they're going to do to uh, get me back and they're in the right position for getting the main sail down. So overall quite a lot of wins in that. Um the the other side though is with the heaving twos so where you've got a, an oversheeted and backed headsail and a depowered main. Um, some boats this works better than others depending on how swept back the spreaders are and the size of the main, size of the headsail. Um, it's important to remember you are looking at the headsail first. You are trying to make sure that you keep the the um, headsail over or to windward of the centre line of the boat. Um, and it's important that you've sheeted that on tight before you do the uh, tack to stop the boat where you leave the headsail backed because otherwise you're kind of grinding everything into the um, rig and that doesn't really work. Uh, this doesn't work with a self-tacking headsail. You can try and put a sheet on to hold the, the headsail to windward, depending on your setup. But um, often it's not really going to work. Uh, so then um, the next thing, headsails will tidied up you've gone through and tapped the boat nice nice oversheeted headsail you're then easing the main and you're trying to bring the boat to a stop now a lot of people think that modern production boats can't actually be set to heave to uh, and that's generally just a lack of patience so i find it takes two to three minutes often after a, after attack uh, with a backed headsail and a depowered main to wash the speed off of the boat uh, and if you actually try and just tack back 
or put the helm to windward, then you, you often will just tack back and then it seems like the manoeuvre didn't work. So you're really trying to get the boat speed down to kind of your 0.2s, 0.3s, depending on the boat, before you put the helm to windward. And then you've got the backed headsail pushing the bow down, the helm pushing the bow up, uh, and depending on the main configuration, you've just got a streaming main. Um, if you've got um, non a non-swept-back rig, then you might be able to or, or in mast furling, you might actually be able to furl the, um, furl the mainsail. But again, it's just a nice way of seeing, okay, I can stop the boat like this. You might do it when you're out at sea, so you could um, have some food or go to the toilet. Or, um, you know, often when I've worked with couples getting ready to do big trips and they know that either or both of them can suffer from seasickness at times, it's a way that they might just be able to just stop and settle everything down because if there's two of you on board and one of you is um you know quite heavily seasick then the other one i mean that person's not having a great day but the other one has got a lot on um because i i would say you're trying to manage a boat with someone that's very sick and do everything hard on your own is harder than just being single-handed um so just being able to heave to get some rest manage your fatigue um, can be a, a really good idea and um, you know once you do it a bit you get really comfortable I've used it on heaps of different occasions to solve scenarios where I've had you know major gear failure um, or you know um, unexpected events happen maybe with other traffic or other things that have meant we just need to stop the boat think about what's going on and move on so um, just give it a go Work out how your boat best stops. Is it head to wind? Is it with a backed headsail? Is it a combination? Um, and um, you'll uh, you'll find that people will feel a lot more comfortable, and especially if you've got new people on board. It's a great way of inducting them. A lot of people that um, are a bit scared of sailing initially don't realise until you solve it for them, but it's actually often the apprehension of driving something they don't know how to stop that's making them nervous so once you teach them that then um, they're on a path to success have fun